You are listening to episode 138 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, and today we are covering the topic of health hacks that you should do more of in 2020. Hey there, and welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I am your host, and on this podcast, I am focused on sharing with you different ways to increase your energy, decrease your stress, and save you time so that you feel empowered to go after the life you want. Today, our topic is focused on fitness and health, and the inspiration for this episode came from coaches of mine who covered 25 fitness tips leading up to Christmas, and I am putting my own spin on these topics for the new year. So this will be the last uh, episode in this kind of series. I've done five different episodes covering five topics each, so I will link those topics in the show notes below, or not the topics, I will link the previous episodes in the show notes below so that you can make sure you catch up on all of those because it's been quite entertaining. So I took the 25 tips, I broke them down into five categories, um, and then just did a different one every week for the past five weeks. So Before we get into the content of this episode, I want to remind you to join my email list and subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss out on any podcast episodes in the future. I also send out show notes in my weekly podcast email so that you don't have to take notes while listening to these nuggets of wisdom. Um, So definitely pause this episode, click on that link in the show notes to make sure you're part of the list. Now let's just dive into this Are you ready for these five health hacks that you should consider doing more of in 2020? Again, I didn't come up with this list and I'm going to let you know if I do or don't agree with it, but I also want to hear your thoughts. So let me know what you might care a little bit less or a little bit more about, or if you feel like you would swap one of these items out for something that's more important or valuable to you in this 2020 year. Okay, let's dive in. Number one is taking care of gut health. I feel like over the past few years, maybe the past three to five years, we've heard a lot about leaky gut syndrome. And while I'm not going to get into the details of that here, I feel like everybody seems to have some sort of an intolerance or an allergy or, you know, we're cutting out gluten or we're cutting out dairy and we're folk, you know, there's so much processed food out there that our poor gut is like, what is going on? I'm not getting all the vitamins and nutrition that I need, or maybe I'm getting too much of one thing and not enough of the other. And like, we're just constantly trying to figure out why do we not feel as well as we should? What's going on with all this rumbling in the gut area? Um, you know, are we digesting things properly? Are we, you know, absorbing the right nutrients or are we not? Like, how how are our trips to the bathroom feeling? Y'all, I totally don't like talking about bodily functions, but when it comes to gut health and how your digestive process works, it is something that has to be discussed with clients. So I've gotten better at it over time. But these are kind of the things I want you to consider when we're talking about taking care of your gut health. Everybody's going to be very unique. It's going to be very individual. And so if you feel like something's off, you're probably right. And nobody's going to know that better than you. So kind of my initial advice really for anything is if something doesn't feel right, start tracking, start recording. What are you eating? And, you know, let's figure out what's going on right now and like what you're putting into your body and what result that's producing. If we can't figure that out, then we can't, you know, just 
Like it just doesn't make sense to keep throwing new things your way. Let's figure out what you're doing that's causing the reaction that you don't like and then we can go from there. So that's number one. I do think that's very important, learning how to take care of your gut health. Number two is take some D3. So vitamin D, I'm thinking a lot of us probably don't spend enough time um, outside in the sun. We just don't get enough of it. And so making sure that you are supplementing that properly is is probably a high priority for some people. I know I for sure don't spend a lot of time outside and um, it's probably something I should consider. Honestly, I haven't looked much into this. I don't have I have not read any research on it, but I do know that fresh air does me a whole lot of good and going for walks and being outside in nature, it does feel very grounding. And for somebody that does experience feelings of anxiety, um, I know I'm not the only one out there. I know a lot. Actually, I don't know anybody that doesn't experience feelings of anxiety and anxiousness at some point or another. I feel like being outside gives so much grounding to whatever it is that we have going on. It takes us away from social media, away from TV screens. I mean, unless you're like watching a YouTube video while you walk, I suppose that's a thing. (laughs) But just being outside and probably getting some of those sun rays and having the fresh air does a world of good. So along with taking some extra vitamin D, if you're not being outside enough, get outside. (laughs) This is actually going to roll us right into number three, which is do some cardio. I do like the way that this is worded here. Same thing as taking some D3. It's do some cardio. It doesn't say, you know, do an hour of cardio a day, five to seven days a week. It's do some cardio, meaning like get some movement into your system um, or movement out of your system. Go, go release some energy. Go move around. Go for a walk. Go for a jog. Go get on a cardio machine. Like do some cardio. Get your heart rate up do some cardiovascular activity. This is going to look super different for everybody. And and I'm, it's going to look different for you in different phases of life as well. But kind of go back to what I said at number one and start doing an audit of your movement, your daily movement. If you just feel like you're not moving enough, well, let's take just for a couple days, write down like how much movement are you actually getting in? Are you sitting at a desk all day long? Are you sedentary? Are the only times you're getting up for movement are to go to the bathroom and maybe to walk downstairs and get some food or, you know, like where is your movement or where is your lack of movement maybe is a better way to think about it. So number three, do some cardio. I totally stand behind this. Number four, is use extra virgin olive oil. I don't know this is that this is the best piece of advice I've ever heard, but I also don't know a lot about olive oil. I've sat in on a couple different discussions from people who have their own boutique olive oil shops, and it is fascinating the difference between what constitutes a like a healthy, really good olive oil and one that's maybe kind of not going to give you very many health benefits because it's been sitting on the store shelf for years and it's outdated. Honestly, if you don't know a lot about it, you're probably not going to notice a huge difference in what is giving you extra health benefits versus what isn't. So I think maybe the key takeaway here would be using, if, if you have the opportunity, maybe go and learn more about extra virgin olive oil or olive oils that are coming from some of those boutique olive oil and vinegar shops. And then use a little bit more of that versus maybe something that is cheap and has been sitting on a store shelf 
you know, stocked <laughs> for years. So I think using something that is less processed and that is fresher is always a better option. So take that as you will. I enjoy using olive oil on uh, in a lot of different ways for cooking. I think you can use a lot very quickly. So when it comes to your nutrition and overdoing it with your fat grams and fat calories, I think you do need to be cautious of how much you douse on everything that you use, but I do think it's a very healthy source of fat. And like everything, you should use it in moderation and have different varieties of fats in your nutrition. So that's my take on extra virgin olive oil. I'm not an expert in that area, but I do think it's a healthy fat to include in your nutrition. I used to drink five to six espresso beverages a day. Yes, local coffee shops and Starbucks loved me. However, I also had a lot of stress and feelings of anxiety. I was tired of being tired and tired of being stressed. I mean, what kind of a life is it to drink excessive amounts of caffeine in order to function daily and then be so wired that you have to take way too many sleep assistance supplements to fall asleep? So, what changed things for me? Prove it ketones. This powder that I shake up with ice and water has given me the natural energy I had been craving. The energy that kind of makes me feel like Wonder Woman because instead of my heart beating out of my chest, I feel laser focus and mental clarity to the nth degree. Yes, it's literally insane. <laughs> Best of all, I don't have to follow a ketogenic diet to continue receiving these awesome ketone energy benefits. I can just shake up my drink and conquer my day with energy that doesn't also bring along stress. So if you're curious, which I hope you are, then I invite you to watch a short video about this energy supplement at danny.experienceketo.com. Again, that's danny, D-A-N-Y-E dot experienceketo, K-E-T-O dot com. Seriously, I don't want to go a day without Privet Ketones. Number five probably is the most important for me on this list, and that is take care of relationships. So this may mean your personal and family relationships or your friendships or some of your work relationships. And we probably all know enough people that we can't spend as much time as we would like to with every single one of them. But making sure that relationships and friendships are a priority, I think, is very important. And I know I get I get crap for this all the time. My, my family thinks that I don't spend enough time with friends. <laughs> They're probably right. Not that I don't want to. I think over the past year in 2019 was a very emotionally overwhelming year. And when I get emotionally overwhelmed, I cut myself off from extra stimulants. And sometimes that means extra communication with people. The thought of having one more thing on my to-do list can really stress me out. And so I do back away. But even last year and now this year, I know it is a priority to reprioritize communication, not just with my family, but with friendships. And sometimes that means you know, penciling it in. If I don't write things down, y'all, they just do not happen. If you tell me to do something and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll totally get around to that. If you don't see me write it down or put a an alarm on my phone, like I'm not going to remember. I've got too much that I want to do 
if I don't write it down, it's not going to happen. So making sure that I pencil in or reminders to call or text people that I care about or making sure I set up lunch dates with, you know, coworkers or friends or people that I want to make sure I maintain relationships with. Very, very important. And as you all probably know, time is that one thing that we can't get back. So if you do want to look forward and or if you're kind of putting yourself in the future and looking back, if there's one thing that you're not going to regret doing more of, it's spending time with the people that you care about and building those relationships. And I'm telling you this as much as I'm telling it to myself. So just know that that is something I really truly am wanting to do more of and really prioritize in 2020 is making sure that I constantly take care of relationships so that I don't regret not doing it later. So... I want to know what out of these five things do you think is the most beneficial health hack for you that you want to do more of in 2020? And if none of, if what you're focusing on is not on this list, I want to hear that as well. So definitely send me an email or a DM. I'm at Danny Phillips on Instagram, Danny Phillips on Facebook, or Danny at the dietdoc.com as far as an email goes. So quick recap, the five trends we discussed today that we should probably consider doing more of are taking care of gut health, take some D3, do some cardio, use extra virgin olive oil, and take care of relationships. Now, as a reminder, if you were driving or at the gym or maybe doing some housework and you weren't taking notes, but you wanted to, I've totally got you covered. Check out the link in my show notes below um, or on social media and sign up for my email list. And those show notes will be sent direct to your inbox. If you're already on my list, then the show notes are in your inbox. So go and check that out. All right, that's going to wrap things up for us today. Again, I want to hear from you, so don't hesitate to shoot me a quick DM or an email. Again, make sure you're subscribed to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And next week, and the the next few weeks actually, I'm going to be answering client questions about tracking nutrition. I actually have a few of my current and former clients going through a beta test for an email training on how to track your macros. And um, if they have questions, then I know you probably do as well. So I would love to hear from you. If you do have questions that I haven't answered yet, again, send me an email or a DM with your question, and I'm going to do my best to answer that on a future episode. But I'm getting a lot of questions from people who are learning how to track that are things like you know, what should I set my calories to, or what macronutrients should I be following, or, you know, should I even be following what this app is telling me to do, or should I use a calorie tracker or calorie um, calculation? Um, So there's just lots of different questions about tracking macros. You know, how do you track macros when you eat out? What if you're out of town? So there's lots of different questions that I want to get answered for you and for my clients. So let me know if you have questions and I will answer those. Anyway, I hope you all have an amazing week and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye for now.